you're listening to the Influencer CEO Podcast. Today, we are talking vision boards, what the heck they are and why you need them. All right, let's do this. Hi, I'm Gina Kershaw, a former criminal defense attorney that has helped thousands of women get back on their feet and move forward after challenging times in their lives. Building on that experience, I have spent the last 15 years mentoring, counseling, and coaching women to see their true potential and take action toward living their dreams. This podcast shows women how they can have an impact for good by sharing their own journeys through social media and blogs, and how to use that influence to create businesses that have true and lasting success. This is the Influencer CEO Podcast. Hey guys, uh, wow, welcome back. I have kind of an exciting topic to talk with you about today. Um, something that I just recently rediscovered, but I'm feeling super positive about it and know that it's actually been really good for me. Um, if you hear any background stuff today, it's because it's raining and it's actually a little bit loud. It's very comforting, actually. So I thought I would just leave it in. It's like this nice tropical sound behind me. Um, but there you go. That's what that is. All right. Uh, vision boards. Okay. I want you to think back. And when you were a teenager, you probably created some kind of collage of things that made you smile, like uh, bits and pieces of your life, like photos from magazines, like cool headlines, concert ticket stubs, uh, maybe a varsity letter, a picture of your ideal love interest, a piece of fabric, anything that had some significance to your life at the time. If you're like most teenagers and like me, you probably glued it all together or pinned it and then you put your masterpiece up on the wall because every time you looked at it, it it made you smile, it made you happy. Um, you loved like each one of the things that you put on that board had some kind of special significance to you. And so when you looked at any one of those things, it did something inside your body, like your heart, it filled your heart, made you smile, uh, made you hopeful. It was just one of these awesome things. And it was probably a very good way to have some kind of direction in your life and to motivate and inspire you. You didn't even realize that you were just putting things up there that you loved. I want to ask you, when did you stop making these boards of your hopes and your dreams and your memories? I mean, I think the last time I made one was um, probably college. It was definitely before my adulting got too serious. And then I didn't do it again until recently when I learned about the power of these boards. So a vision board is actually a direct connection to your subconscious mind and, and to your physical body. And I'm sure you've heard about the power of your subconscious mind as you have started this entrepreneurial journey or this journey just to find out more about yourself and your potential. It's important to realize how intentionally directing that subconscious mind can make the total difference of whether you're successful in what you're going after or whether you give up before success comes. Your subconscious mind can make so many things happen for you. It's the bomb, you guys. Um, so what does it do? 
basic things. Your subconscious mind takes care of you. It does all these kinds of things without you knowing or even consciously thinking about them. Uh, it's in charge of making sure you breathe. You, Your heart um, keeps going. Like you're not consciously making those things happen. It's in charge of like your reactions to injury. All of these things come from the subconscious part of your brain. But of course, it does so much more than that too. It also controls what you see, what you hear, what you observe. And this kind of blew me away when I heard about this. It even adds things that aren't there based on your experience. I'll, I'll show you how, to, how that works. Your subconscious mind was actually trained when you were a child through your environment, your upbringing, your religion, basically everything around you that you experienced. I think about um, even like kids of millionaires or movie star parents who grow up you know, traveling the world, flying on private jets, um, you know, riding around in limousines, having a driver, going to private schools. For them, that is all normal. Um, so they would never have any blocks about whether or not that could be possible in their lives because it is their daily experience. So you see, if that is implanted in your subconscious brain when you are young, those things are always possible to you. Um, you don't have a block that's set up that says, I, I'm not capable of ever attaining these things or I can't have these kind of luxuries in my life. So based on whatever your environment was growing up, you developed some kind of um, some kind of block and belief in your mind about what was possible for you. So your subconscious is really in charge. If you can shift that in some way so that now you can think about what truly is possible and believe it, it opens so many doors and opportunities for you. Um, your subconscious mind is really the thing that holds you back. It, it, it keeps you from stepping out of your comfort zone. It's, um, it's the reason you have issues with money. It's why maybe you feel stuck or you can't do things. So I love this idea uh, that you can train your subconscious mind and uh, you can shift the patterns there. And if you are able to do that, I think that's one of the most powerful things you can ever master in your life because what you consistently think about becomes your reality. What you believe is possible becomes your reality. This is what all those self-improvement books talk about, you guys. Um, it's, it's training your mind to intentionally think about what you want in your life with definiteness of purpose. And then when you can do that, when you can kind of shift your subconscious mind into believing you want those things and that you know they can happen, that those things start showing up. One of the coolest things I've learned about this, I promise I'll get back to vision boards in a second. <laughs> Sorry, this all will come together at some point. But one of the coolest things I've learned about the subconscious brain is this part called the reticular activating system. And you don't have to remember what it's called, but What's important is what it does. I'm just going to call it the RAS for short. Um, this reticular activating system is constantly working in the background of your brain. And what it does is it, it I call it the screener and the focuser. There are over a billion bits of information. I think that's right. It's a lot. Um, 
I'm going to say it's a billion bits because I think that that's what it is. Uh, there's a billion bits of information coming at you from from everywhere every single day. Even if you just look out your window right now, you're going to see just a myriad of different things like different textures, different colors, different words. Uh, like all of these bits of information are coming at you constantly. So this RAS system screens out everything that it thinks is not important to you in order to keep your brain efficient. Because imagine if you were thinking about all of those things constantly, you it wouldn't work. So it filters, it screens, and then it focuses in on things that you want to see, things that are important to you right now. You guys, I kind of freaked out when I learned about this because I thought what I could have done with this information if I had only known about it years ago because it totally explains why eyewitnesses to an event will experience and perceive it differently. So in court, you know, of course you have witnesses come to the witness stand and they'll they'll talk about what they saw. And based upon what this eyewitness uh, presents as their testimony, that's what how juries make their decisions. It's all based, that is the evidence. So if you have a few different eyewitnesses to one event who see things differently, it's in the past, for me anyway, it was hard to reconcile that. So if you have one witness take the stand who says, like, I'm absolutely sure that burglar was wearing a blue shirt, and then you have another witness take, take the stand that says, I'm absolutely sure it was green, you don't have to assume that one of them is lying. That's what's crazy is that they in their brain, they, they're not lying. Like that is what they saw. And it's because of this reticular activating system. I definitely would have been calling more expert witnesses on the subconscious brain for sure. So this RAS not only filters out things you have no interest in, um, like I said, it fills in the blanks, which is what would account for the color of your shirt. Here's how it works. Have you ever tried one of those tests to see if you could read a sentence that doesn't have any vowels in it? So the sentence is written out, but there's no values. You can usually read every single word. And that's because your RAS fills in the blanks with what you expect to see. So if you see a word that's missing a vowel, you will still see it as the real word. You'll, you'll insert the vowel that's not there because that's your experience with those letters in that situation. It's pretty freaking cool, you guys. The brain is so awesome. Um, Another thing that the RAS does is it helps you focus in on things that are important to you. So this is an example of that. Kenny and I were on a bike ride up to Huntington about a month ago, and we saw a really cool Sprinter van, and we just talked about how fun it would be to road trip for a few months in one of those vans that go across country. For the rest of our ride, like, and mind you, this is only like a five-mile bike ride, we saw Sprinter vans everywhere. I swear, we probably saw like 12 of them. Then after we got home, I kind of lost interest in that topic. I, I stopped seeing them. Like, I think I might have seen one yesterday, but not like when we were riding home when it was forefront in my brain. You've probably experienced this before. Like, have you thought about the time that you were buying a, a new car? As soon as you started to have interest in that particular model, you started seeing that car everywhere. 
And it's not that those cars weren't around before you started thinking about them. They were. They were there. It's just they got filtered out by your RAS. And then once it realized, oh, there's an interest here, they started focusing in. So that's how that's how it works. If you have a thought and an interest in something, it will make sure that you see, hear about, and experience more of that thing. So what does any of this have to do with a vision board? Well, if you think about it, if you're intentional about what you're focusing on and what you're thinking about so that your brain can bring those things some awareness of those things into your life, then a vision board might be the answer. Um, Think about if now your brain is going to focus on an opportunity that will bring you closer to this thing on your vision board. Or maybe it's going to be a person that you need to, to meet that you may not have been aware of before. Your subconscious brain helps make it happen because it knows what's important to you. Remember, all of those things are always around you 100% of the time. You're just not aware of them. So that opportunity that you may just be, you know, dreaming about and hoping that will be right around the corner for you, it is. It's already there. It's 100% there. But you might be subconsciously filtering it out and not seeing it or not hearing about it. And that's just because your brain's trying to be efficient. It's It says nothing about like who you are or whether your dream's good or bad. It's just that you're not, you're not telling your subconscious brain that this is something that's important to you and that you believe is possible. So these vision boards can really, they can make a huge difference in your life. When you create a board that has photos of what you want, you're looking at it a lot, your subconscious brain's going to go to work for you trying to find the connections between those things and opportunities to make those things happen in your life. And so when you constantly visualize your goals, you're putting in place these blocks of making things happen. And that's why you should have a vision board. <laughs> that's why you should have one in your house right now. Um, I'm going to just tell you a few steps on how you go about making one and using one. So step one, first of all, get very clear on your desires. Make a list of exactly what you want in every area of your life. So think about relationships, your career, your health, uh, money, family, spirituality, luxuries, your community, um, the impact you can have experiences you want to experience in your life, travel, basically everything that is truly important to you. Make a list. Remember, you guys, this is personal. This is not about what your parents or what your significant other wants for you or your boss or anybody else. This is your dream board. I want you to imagine you could order anything you wanted for your future from the universe, just like you're ordering from Amazon. Like, get specific. This is what I want. I'm ordering it right now. Don't write down anything that is not true to you. So this is all about you, what's true to you, what's in your heart, what you truly want. Nobody have, nobody has to see this but you. All right, step two, you're going to make your board. Now you can do this the old fashioned way. You can cut things out and make a collage. 
or you can create a digital board. It doesn't matter what you choose. Um, remember, this is just for you, nobody else. Sometimes I think even doing it the old way, like cutting things out and making the collage um, might help imprint those things better. But it doesn't matter what you pick. I personally love the digital board because I like having it on my computer wallpaper so I can see it all the time. Even if I'm not like specifically focusing on it, it's right there out of the corner of my eye. And so my subconscious is aware of those things all day long. So that's why I love that. I have a training, like a free workshop on how to actually like the nuts and bolts of actually making a digital vision board on my website. I will also link to it in the show notes. It's about a half an hour training, but you'll be able to completely do this once once you're done and make it beautiful and fun. So if you're interested in that, I will link to it. All right, step three. Remember to use images and anything that brings a smile to your face and fills your heart with joy. I want you to think back to the ones that you created as a teenager. Think about the things that you put on that board. You don't put anything on that board unless it totally freaking lit you up. I want you to do the same thing here. Don't think about, well, this is what I should want in my life. No. Think about you as a teen. Put yourself back in that the feeling of just hope and motivation for the for your future and your potential. And don't put anything on that board unless it lights you up. All right, step four. Remember the how is not your job. So what happens is our adult minds do funny things when we start to reach out and like, you know, um, write down our desires and, and what we want. So maybe you put a picture of, and it, well, this is what I did. <laughs> I'll just get personal here for a second. Um, I One of my pictures on my vision board is a first class seat on an airline. I want at some point to own, in my life to only fly first class. And so you might look at that picture of this first class airline seat and think, okay, I don't know how I'll ever be able to afford that. Like, uh, I don't know how to create a business where I could bring in money. Like when a thought like this comes to mind, which it will, it will. For at least one of the images that you pick out, probably most of them, you will go to that part in your brain that says, I love that, I want that, but I don't know how to get it. Just be aware of that thought and be like, oh, that's an interesting thought. There you are. I knew you were coming, but I know that you're just trying to protect me, but I'm not in charge of the how. I'm only filling this awesome board with my what I want and why I want it. Like address that question when it comes to mind that how am I going to do it? Not your job. It's just not your job. Be aware of it. Be Think like, oh, that's interesting that that came up, but let it go because it's not your job. I'm currently reading a book by Napoleon Hill. You guys probably know him. He's the author of Think and Grow Rich. Um, he was writing about prayer specifically and how giving the job of the how is really for a higher power. And even though he was discussing prayer, um, it doesn't matter how you are reaching out to the universe for these things in your life. Um, just think about what it is that you do. It could be meditation. It could be prayer. It could be just um, thinking quietly, whatever it is. 
um, kind of use that for this quote. So this is what he says. He says, I've learned to concentrate on my purpose and to forget about the plan by which it is to be attained when I go to prayer. I'm not suggesting that material objects may be acquired without plans. What I'm saying is that the power which translates one's thoughts or desires into realities has its source in an infinite intelligence which knows more about plans than the one doing the praying, end quote. I love that. I love that so much. He's saying, you know what? There, there is going to be a how as part of this process, right? He's not saying like there doesn't have to be some kind of plan to reach this desire or goal. But, you know, leave it up to that infinite intelligence because that intelligence knows way more about plans than you. And so as step four, I want you to leave the how of your plan to your higher power, Um the universe or the higher power really has so many infinite numbers of possibilities to pick from when they are deciding the best way to give you the plan. Yeah, If you have questions about that, email me. We can talk more. I just love this whole idea of um, giving, turning the how over to a higher power that, um, that sees so many more possibilities to make it happen. So I love that. All right. Step five. You're going to put your vision board in a place where you can see it often. So it might be on your computer desktop. It might be framed um, on your wall. It might be next to your uh, bedside table. It doesn't matter where it is, but it needs to be someplace that you can see it often, um, whether you're just passing by it or, or actually concentrating on it. You do need to find moments during your day to actually look at each image individually and think about how it makes you feel and how it's going to feel when you have that thing. So you can look at your vision board before you meditate. Um, I recommend you look at it first thing in the morning and at night before you go to bed. Um, Looking at something before you go to sleep at night is always really good because if that's the last thing that your subconscious is aware of before you go to bed, hopefully it's working because your subconscious never sleeps. So I like to put things into my brain right before I go to bed that I want my subconscious to be working on while I'm asleep. Once you do that, once you start looking at these things every day, you're going to be giving the message to your RAS, that these things are important to you so that these doors can start opening for you. I love looking at my vision board all the time. It makes me so happy knowing these things are on their way to me. And I know it's totally making a difference in my focus and commitment to my dreams. I hope this will affect you in the same way. I'm I'm literally like super excited to hear about how these are going to work in your life. I would Love it if you would reach out to me and let me know how your board turned out. Share it with me if you are willing. And I want to know how it makes you feel. You can also post about it on social media and just the experience of making it and the difference it's having in your daily life and tag me. Uh, Tag me at Influencer CEO. I can't wait to see what you come up with. And then remember that you can download the free workshop on how to actually make a digital vision board. Uh, It's a pretty quick watch and then you'll be able to do it 
uh, very easily on your own. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I love having you here. I love doing this podcast and it's all because of you guys. I really just want to thank you guys again for being here. This podcast I started as just kind of a a labor of love and honestly just to see if I could actually do it. Um, it It was a little bit of a challenge to myself. But I figured out that I really do enjoy it. I really do love researching some of these topics and talking about them. And I do love your feedback. I love that these topics are having an influence on your life. Uh, and bringing you into more positive mindset and helping you get the things that you want out of life. So I am really grateful that you're here. I would love it if you could leave a review. Um, that would be awesome or, and subscribe. And then head over to the website. Um, it's www.ginakershaw.com. I do have some really good freebies over there and um, I, I want you to have them. That's it. So you guys have an amazing week and I will see you in the next episode.